This is Leah Wilkes. And this is Theology on Fire. Hey friends, welcome back. Um, today we are doing a Theology Bite, so it's just going to be a short episode. And today it's going to be more of an exhortation than a teaching, but it's just something the Lord has laid on my heart and showed me. Um, as a church, we've been going through a daily reading plan all together, and at the moment we are in Exodus. And in Exodus, as you know, that's when Israel leaves Egypt. They are freed as slaves from Egypt. They they walk out in freedom and they face the Red Sea and they go through that amazing victory of walking through the sea. And then the Lord um, d- defeats their enemies. He defeats Pharaoh and his chariots and armies and they are swallowed up in the sea. And afterwards, there's a chapter and it's chapter 15 in Exodus. It's called the Song of Moses and they sing about it and they just rejoice in what the Lord has done. And in that song, we can see in verse 9 and, and 10, um, it talks about the enemy. And in verse 9, it says, the enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall have its fill of them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. And Moses and the others, you know, they're singing, they're talking about Pharaoh. They're talking about that man and his armies and what he wanted to do to them as a people. He wanted to pursue them and overtake them and take what they had gained and, and draw his sword and destroy them. But it's just such a picture of what we face today in the spiritual as a spiritual battle. That's just what the devil wants to do to us as Christians. You know, the Bible says he goes about as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. And it's just such a picture of our enemy today. He says, I'll pursue, I'll overtake. I'm going to get them. I hate them. And he just has a hatred towards us. But in verse 10, Moses and the rest, they go on and they sing and they said, talking of God, he says, You blew with your wind, the sea covered them, they sank like lead in the mighty waters. Just with a breath, just a from the Lord, and they were covered in in the water. They were totally destroyed. He protected his people. And it just, it just speaks of the power of God. And I just thought of the voice of God. And, you know, we already know from Genesis, you know, the power of God's voice. You know, he spoke and made light and he spoke and made gravity and he made creatures and mankind and all, all the beautiful plants and flowers and everything. He just spoke and it was there. He's God. He's all powerful. And all he needs to do is speak to bring life, to bring things about. And, you know, the enemy, you know, he uses words, too. And he's actually called the father of lies. In John 8, verse 44, he, Jesus is talking about the devil. And he says, he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. He says he speaks out of his own character, sorry. And so it's just saying that's all he can do. There, he says there is no truth in him. He couldn't tell the truth if he wanted to. He's just all lies. You know, Americans, they call George Washington the father of their nation. He was the first president. And Satan, Jesus calls him the father of lies. He's the father of deceit. He's the father of warped truths and misused facts. You know, he's not the father of might. He's not the father of power. No, he's just the father of lies. 
that's how he started with Eve. You remember we've talked about that in a previous episode. He in Genesis he goes to Eve, and he 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 twists the word of God, and he he makes her question the word of God, and just that's just his tactic. He's that's what he's done from the very beginning. He always is lying. He's always trying to twist the truth or get you to believe something that isn't true, and all the Lord needs to do to stop him is speak. But it just really comes down to whose voice are you listening to? You know, if you're in a time of struggle and despair, depression, you know, maybe you're feeling lost, maybe you're feeling purposeless, whose voice are you listening to? You know, in Jeremiah, it's talking in chapter 51, it's talking about Babylon and Babylon in the Bible, it's this nation, but it's a picture often of the enemy of the devil of of the kingdom of darkness that attacks us today and it says her mighty voice their waves roar like many waters the noise of their voice is raised and we see babylon there that the enemy the kingdom of darkness they're roaring till the last they're so loud you know that many waters it symbolizes just all the different voices of doubt and despair the taunting it's if you in that place just of darkness it's just like a whoosh it's just deafening you know if you stand at the at the beach and there's a storm it's so loud it's water but it's so loud it can be deafening and that's what the enemy is the enemy is loud because he doesn't want us to be able to think of anything else he wants to take up all of our mind space he wants to make sure we're constantly distracted from hearing the most important voice and that's the still small voice of the Lord. He hates us to hear it because that is the place of deliverance. He would hate us to hear what God has to say because that is more powerful than any of his lies. David fought this battle all the time. You know, we can see it in the Psalms. You know, he talks of the enemy and their taunts and their mockings. And he he talks of being in despair and being afflicted and just being so low and sorrowful. But he always looks a little higher and he always lifts his eyes up and reminds himself of the might and the power and the effortless ability of God. You know, the enemy did do all those things to David and he was hiding and running for his life, but he never forgot the true power of his God. You know, in Psalm 29, verse one, he says, ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe just means give. You know, he goes on to say, ascribe to the Lord, the glory due his name, worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. And listen to why he says it. He says, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders the Lord over many waters. So those waters that you're, that you're hearing, those taunts and those mockings and that despair and that discouragement, maybe that you're feeling right now that can be so loud, just know that it's just all a show. It's just all a bunch of lies. And there is a power far greater than all of that noise and all of those twisted truths, that whoosh of the enemy that he he shouts, oh, this is not going to work out or your life isn't going to be fulfilling. You know, God is hard and maybe he tells you, oh, his promises aren't for you. You're an exception or you're never going to make it as a Christian. You're never going to make it in this Christian walk. He's so 
loud, but all we need to do is stop and listen to the Lord. And just with one little puff, just like the Lord did with the Red Sea, he just, and the Red Sea covered the enemy and they sunk to the bottom like lead, just like that, just like lead, plop down to the bottom because it's so simple. If we listen to the Lord, if we turn to his word, we can be reminded of all the truths and all the promises that Christ has for you as an individual for your life. It's finished. The Bible said, Jesus, he, when he was on the cross, he said, it is finished. He's already laid our enemy waste. The enemy is utterly destroyed. He's got nothing to stand on. You know, when Jesus died on the cross, he completely disabled the enemy because he paid the price for our sin. The enemy's got nothing on us and he's made him naked. In Colossians chapter two, verse 13, it says, and you talking of us who once were lost and you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive to Together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands, this he set aside, nailing it to the cross. And then listen to what he did. He said, He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Hallelujah. That devil, that liar, is naked. He has no power over you. And whatever it is he's telling you that is bringing you discouragement, that makes you think you can't take another step forward, is a lie. It is finished. There are promises for you. There is a future for you. There is a hope for you. But we need to be careful whose voice we're listening to. He can be so loud, but we just need to tell him to stop. You can just rebuke him in the name of Jesus. And then you just turn to Jesus and you ask him, Lord, speak to me. I need you to speak because I'm hearing lies and I need your truth. Turn to his word. You know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So turn to the word of God. Let that encourage you. In Psalm 29, it says, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. You know, it might be a still small voice, but he's not weak. He's no weakling. He's mighty. He just doesn't have to put in all the effort the devil does because what he says is actually true and what he says actually has power. You know, it goes on in that psalm. It says, The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon to skip like a calf, Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh, you know, just, it just means his voice and his word can do anything. I love that phrase, shakes the wilderness. I I just encourage you, friend, just to go to the word of the Lord and let him shake your wilderness. If you're just in that place, it feels dry. You don't know what you're doing. You, You really feel like you're just in a lost place and you're not sure what's going to happen next, turn to the Lord and let him shake that place and let him turn it into a place of life and a place of faith and a place of growth and a place where you dig wells. You know, his word, it breaks the enemy down. 
it will disable the enemy's weaponry. He's naked. Just, I just want to remind you of that. The devil's got nothing. You're a son or a daughter of the king. You are his. You are clothed in robes of righteousness. He's given you, if you will accept it, a garment of praise. He wants to build you up and heal your wounds. He wants to give you direction. He wants to show you the next step. You know, he walks behind you in the valley and he says, this is the way. Walk you in it. If you need to hear from him, friend, just turn to him. Just rebuke that enemy and say, God, speak to me. And going on in Psalm 29, it says, the Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. He's over that flood. He's over those waters. There's nothing the enemy can say that is going to conquer or disable or discredit the Lord. He's a liar. He's got nothing. It says, may the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Let him let him give strength to you. Let him bless you with his peace. Agree with him. Agree with his word. Know that it is for you too. Know that you are not a special case, that you too are one that can inherit all the promises of God. It's free. If you're, if you're born again and you've accepted him, come on in. Let him talk to you. His word is full of promises, promises of abundant life, of purpose, of strength, of forgiveness. Do you need sleep? It promises you sleep. But you, we have to come to him and be honest. We have to come to him in an honest way and just say, God, I need you. I'm weak. I'm anxious. I'm fearful. I can't make it. And he goes, yes, good. Finally, you get it. Now let me encourage you. Let me build you up. Listen to my voice and let me take you where I want you to go. I'm going to help you make it through. I'm going to help you go through this valley. I'm going to help you go through this situation or be comforted in this time of grief. Let him give you what you need. But I just I want to close here and I just want to lastly again just expose the enemy. He hates Christ in you. And he hates to see you be encouraged. So he is always going to be there to discourage you. He's the father of lies. And he's going about like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. Don't let him devour you. You listen to the voice of the Lord. You just turn to that word in faith with that mustard seed of faith. And just know that the enemy's a liar. And he's lost. He's been defeated. So just know that, know that you can rebuke him, know that victory is yours and know that there is abundant life promised for you in Christ. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your voice. We thank you for your love and we thank you just for your personal attention to each of us as individuals. Lord, I pray my friends that need encouragement, Lord, would get it, Lord. I pray that you would speak into their situations. I pray you would expose the enemy in the places that he's bringing discouragement, in the places that he's bringing despair. You would expose him, Lord, and you would quiet his voice, Lord, and you would just cause him to sink to the bottom like a little bit of lead and you would reign and give power and give him encouragement and be glorified in their lives in jesus name amen thank you for joining us at theology on fire please subscribe so you won't miss new episodes all of our information and contact details can be found at theologyonfire.org